Uh, welcome back, everyone. Episode three, Back Pocket Podcast, New Year's special. Last one, finish it off 2020. Just like we had planned, right, Jake? Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. this was intentionally made to be a New Year's episode, it was not recorded at the beginning of this month. Dylan, what are we talking about today? Well, we've got a little bit of a life update to start things off, and then we will make our way into some recurring dreams, nightmares, maybe a little deja vu, lucid dreaming. Um, but that's also going to unfold into, spoiler alert, a little 9-11 uh, Maybe we'll just, we'll just phrase it as dark humor. We get into some dark humor. Things mm-hmm. take a turn. Um, but yeah. Keeping it light. We'll, Keeping it fun. <laughs> Keeping it fun for you. Yeah. But, uh, and then we'll finish things off with some music, as we always do. And then we've got, what do we have this week? A new special. Uh, Dylan and I each made our own ad. So we'll be playing those. We'll stick those in at the very end. We'd love to, to know what everyone thinks about them, which one they like the most. Um, so if you feel so inclined, hit us up. Let us know what you think. And uh, with all that being said... I think this would be a great time to start the episode. What do you think, Dylan? I think yes. Let's do it. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Play the music. Back Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. All right, we're having fun. <laughs> we are back. And we're back. Well, we talked about this just a few minutes ago, Jake, and we don't even have it in our notes here. We recognize that we've done two episodes of this, and yet we have hardly shared any information regarding ourselves, even though some of our closest friends are really the only people listening. We see some value in maybe sharing some information about ourselves. Yes. So how about some basics? How old are we? I'm 23. I'm also 23. Holy shit. <laughs> Where do you live, Dylan? I'm currently stationed. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you can say that. Uh, stolen Valor. I I am currently living in Seattle, Washington. Jake, how about yourself? I'm not living in Seattle. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Now, I live in the Bay Area. I am living in Emeryville right now, which is uh, East Bay for all my my Bay Area. Can you say Bay Areans, or is that a little too much? Is that a thing? Too much. Or is that too Nazi-esque? <laughs> oh, I, I, my I, Bay Arians, my beautiful white Bay Arians, yeah. you beautiful blonde, blue-eyed, beautiful, pure, powerful people. Oh, I live in the East Bay. I live in Emeryville. I am sandwiched right in between uh, Berkeley and Oakland. Um, but Jake, what, what took you out to, to the Bay Area? Uh, working for our soon-to-be global economy. And controller of our lives, Amazon. Dylan, ask me if I still work there. Jake, do you still work there? I don't. Oh, what happened? No. I needed to leave. <laughs> I think one 
those who follow closely might remember we were a little lethargic last time we spoke and we had put a lot of the blame on the fact that I was finishing my day. Jake was starting his day and it was maybe 10 o'clock when we were recording and Jake was just about ready to head off to work. 10 PM, 10 PM. It's funny. Cause like re re listening to that, it was just like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck. I even said like, I'm kind of bumming out right now. <laughs> work has got me down. And yeah. It got me so down that I said, fuck this noise, and I left. Because <laughs> it, was, it was ruining our, our music suggestions. It was just all negative Nancy type. I know. It was like, Jesus Christ, can we be happy for once? Dylan really drilled it into my head. No no sadness. Yeah. I need smiles I'm your, all I'm the your, time. I'm your mental skills coach. Just running you through positivity. You're Mr. Unlimited, like Russell Wilson. Now, so I quit. I'm so much happier now. I can have a normal schedule. I, I guess that's mostly it. <laughs> you're no, you're no longer a corporate drone, right? I'm not. I'm not a fucking corporate shiv. And I like what I'm doing now a lot more. Way oh, more, yeah. in fact. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. can. I can attest to that. Um, I guess. What brought me out to Seattle was to train at a baseball facility called Driveline. And before that, baseball? yeah, um, sort oh, of hard, <laughs> hardly Learn something new every day. I'm, I'm hanging on to the idea that I play baseball, although I'm very <laughs> far removed from actually playing, but <clears throat> yeah, You're basically superstar, <laughs> basically, uh, <laughs> um, was working for the Padres right out of college, the San Diego Padres. Got, Padres a, got a job in baseball selling season tickets. Thought, man, this is going to be a ton of fun. That's and... a dream come true. <laughs> you fulfilled every Little League player's dream <laughs> and worked for the your favorite baseball team growing up as a kid. Working for the hometown team. But... Mm -hmm. No, uh, <laughs> aside from getting to go to a lot of baseball games, which was actually probably a very poor choice in terms of like, what's going to make me miss baseball more is, oh, just watch <laughs> professionals do it on a daily basis and they call it a job. But anyways, that's what uh, kind of inspired. I realized, hey, I don't know if I want to sit at a desk and work the rest of my life, or at least I'm too young. So I still have a window to try and play. And so figured I'd go up train at a facility in Seattle that I'd always been eyeing and try to throw harder, be better, and then find a place to play eventually. But then COVID hit. So that's why I'm like totally not signed it's only because of COVID. And like, it's just such a fucking shame. Um, I know. I know. Because if you look at my college stats, I'm like very much deserving an 18 ERA, one inning pitched. It's... I mean, it's kind of a crime that I'm not, <laughs> that I didn't even get drafted, but um, yeah. Yeah, you know, in this new normal. Mm -hmm. mm, yeah. But yeah, so that's, <laughs> I think, well, well, where should we leave it off at other than me being super salty about <laughs> COVID? And what a great way to end uh, <clears throat> catching you guys up with what we're doing right now. Yeah, and I don't know how much longer I'll be in Seattle. I'm very much gearing towards coming back home to San Diego and uh, 
a little opportunity to go work and train there that I'm looking forward to. And maybe eventually if it's, if it's necessary, I'll, I'll bring it up at some point, but, um, right now it's just a little tickler, a little teaser. Mm. Just float it out there. You tease me like that. Oh yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, Don't put your shirt back on Dylan. No, no, no. Come on. Come on. That's my biceps up in the screen. I'm just kidding. Never had a shirt off. It's called improv. Well, do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of improv, Dylan, um, <laughs> I was going to guess. I was going to uh, say, speaking of nightmares and COVID. I was going to say, no, 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 no. This is even, this is even better. Speaking of improv and going back to you talking, I guess improv. Fuck improv. Not related. <laughs> speaking of baseball and you having what you would may call a dream to play yes (laughs) far-fetched have you ever had any recurring dreams dylan um have i ever had any recurring dreams he said making sure we cover what we put in our little notes (laughs) um recurring dreams well let me think maybe i'll start with some (laughs) nightmares (laughs) <laughs> yes um <laughs> that would be the first thing i would put on a list um yeah i don't want to make this the episode about uh dylan playing baseball but dreams i feel like the longer i've played unfortunately the more um recurring dreams i have revolving around baseball either especially nightmares I, it's i was telling you earlier jake that it's always <laughs> it's it's never in the middle it's never just a normal a dream never has just like a normal game taking place. It's always got to be either shit's really hitting the fan and like I'm have no control over what's going on or there's no structure to the game structure and, or it's everything's going swimmingly and like all my best friends are on my team, even though that makes no sense. Like who are these people? They've never played baseball, but everyone likes me. My coaches (laughs) talk to me, which doesn't make sense, (laughs) but yeah, I'd say most of my my nightmares and recurring dreams all stem from a lot of them stem from baseball, and then I can recall maybe a few um, like just weird dreams that I had as a kid. You know, just like it, it usually was tied to like a movie that I had watched beforehand. Say I'd watched The Wizard of Oz, right? Wicked Witch of the mm-hmm. East would suddenly yeah. appear in my dream. Jaws. You would have thing. dreams of being abused as a child actor and kind of conned out of a ton of money. Yeah. What about yourself, Jake? <laughs> I see I see in our notes farmhouse and losing hair. So Yeah. I um <laughs> thanks for spoiling the fucking surprise. I don't see um, farmhouse or losing hair. Good. Damn right you don't. Um Yeah, I always had when I was a kid, I only ever had mm, I had a couple recurring dreams, but if we're just going based on nightmares, it was by far, like, one of the scariest dreams I would ever have, and it happened so many fucking times, and each time I would get, like, terrified of it, because <laughs> it was mostly when I was younger. I haven't had it in a while, years, since I was, like, a, a little boy. I, so, I would, like, uh, come up to this, like, farmhouse, and it was, like, a normal, like, living house and a huge barn, and... I would first, it was always first, I would go to the barn and, oh, excuse me, 
I would go into the barn, and there would be a ton of animals, like, lying down. And, like, inside the barn, it was weirdly, like, hilly. And there would always be just, like, dogs and goats and cows and, like, farm animals just lying down, just, like, spaced out from each other, not reacting to me walking in. Basically, like, they were dead. But even in my dreams, they were dead. And then that would always scare the shit out of me. So I'd be like, fuck, I'll leave there. And then I would go into the house and I would walk up the creepy ass stairs, walk down the creepy ass hallway, always go to the door on the very end, which like slowly creak it open. And there would be my grandma and my grandpa who weren't even married my whole life. Like they got divorced like way before I was born. But lying in the bed together just like old <clears throat> and decrepit and they would always like look over to me and my grandma would like reach out this like long like bony hand like right in my direction and i would scream and wake up terrified every time damn because i <laughs> the thought of your grandparents being in bed together i was like oh there's the nightmare like that's <laughs> it's just like it's not that kind of nightmare. Yeah, I thought it was going to get like incredibly graphic, but Dylan, that's called a good dream. <laughs> Ew, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I've said too much. So fetishes. Um... <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> Ugh, old people. Am I right? They can move it. But <laughs> the other one, which has been, it's not a nightmare. Um. But it's, I've been having it lately where in my dream, I like have like this decently bad receding hairline and I don't know. Yeah. I mean that, that for you would be a nightmare because you're, you've been blessed with a great head of hair. Your dad has yeah. a great head of hair. Yes. Thank you, Leif. Yeah. I thankfully do. Actually, I think it comes from your mom's side. So. Well, anyways. My dad didn't do anything take i take it back um yeah it would just be like i have like a widow's peak it's nothing like insane it's just like a very small do you see it like a little dip just a tad just a small one and in my dreams it would be like cul-de-sac just like like go way back and i would, I would just like I, all i remember from these dreams is a lot of me looking at the mirror just like oh my god i'm losing my fucking hair holy shit and then just like being aware of it in my dream itself, just like, I take pride in having this good hair. I get compliments on this good hair, and now I'm going to lose it. Maybe I'm going to lose myself with it, and no one's going to like me anymore. Because that's the only reason they keep me around. Well, yeah, you're Jake with the good hair. That's what I have you on my phone as. Just mm -hmm. Jake, good hair, Erickson. Yeah. So. Jake with the good hair. No aspirations. <laughs> I mean, and you've pretty much been given everything in no life substance. solely because of your hair. Yeah. Yeah. That Amazon gig, your hair. Mm hmm Talk to Jeff. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you got what I don't. <laughs> and I want it. And I'm going to make you work from 10 p.m. to... I'm going to make you hate your fucking life, kid. <laughs> Don't think about it, kid. I never had a choice. Came away as a net positive. I, I must say that. I, I learned a lot. 
Not that I want to talk about Amazon, but <laughs> but they're watching and they're listening to everything that's being. Oh, said. always, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a drone outside of your window right now. Just mm-hmm. I'm used to it at this point, you know. Every employee has one. That reminds me of. Um, <laughs> there's nothing cooler than asking someone what they do for work and then just them telling you. I'm not really allowed to talk about it. <laughs> like I, when I was working for the Padres, I remember um, I was going to sell tickets to this guy and his wife and they were like a younger, cooler couple. And uh, I just remember, <laughs> I remember asking him like, Oh, what do you do for work? And I can't remember what she said. And then he's like, Oh, I'm in. We're in child trafficking, but I don't <laughs> want to go into too many details. <laughs> I knew it had something to do with maybe computers and I don't know. <laughs> I put the kids in the drawers. I, all in all, all in all, on a serious <laughs> note, I think it was having to do with some sort of cybersecurity, but he just made it sound so much cooler than it was by saying, like, I'm not really allowed to get into it, but, you know, this mm. is what I'll call it. So, yeah, yeah and then he got... Like, that's, that's him just stroking himself off. Yeah, well, and he got arrested, uh, like, right well. after I... <laughs> right <clears throat> after I sold him the tickets. The SWAT team just swarmed in. <laughs> weird. Caught him. <laughs> gotcha thank you for catching him. we've been looking for him since <laughs> Funny. damn yeah yeah the other thing I wanted to talk about too I don't know if you have the same thing I've talked about this with people in the past so I'm hopefully I'm not just gonna be doing all the talking myself but yeah repeated dream environments which if that's not like very clear, like I a lot of times will have dreams <clears throat> in the same like place. And it's always like like the dream dream version of that place. So one of the constant ones is like my mom's neighborhood, which like where I live in Del well, I guess most of Del Mar, it's very hilly. Um and so, like, in my dream, that's taken to, like, an extreme where it's, like, probably, like, a couple, like, <laughs> just to get up to my mom's place, probably, like, a couple miles of, like, steep hill. And it's, like, just, like, tons of, like, houses, like, interwoven within it. And, like, up at my mom's house, it's always weirdly, like, taken over by nature. But we, like, live harmoniously with it. Um and then the other one that I have is in Slow, where I went to school. Um, go Mustangs. Go Mustangs. Um, but it was always like just, yeah. It's like every place that it's like, it's like whatever the area is on steroids, where like ev- every aspect about it is just amplified. Do you have any of those? When I think, for whatever reason, like, um, I always come back to like a dock. I'm, I just feel like I've had so many random dreams that take place either just on like, just right on the edge of the water. And obviously a lot of the nightmares that I can remember, especially as a kid that was like drowning a shark, getting eaten by a shark, something so irrational that would never happen. Holy shit. Like people don't realize that statistically speaking, sharks only, but, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, I, I feel like a, I agree that it's always drastic and on steroids or, you know, it's like a mountain is 10 times taller than it normally would be, or, um, 
falling like i don't know i don't know why i'm thinking of like a crevice or a canyon like i feel like that's been a um a spot that sometimes uh rears its ugly head in some of my dreams but yeah i don't know why immediately i'm just thinking of like a, a dock and it's always super gloomy and like if the dream has nothing to do with the body of water it's still just there yeah. <laughs> but i don't know maybe there's a theme maybe maybe there's like a my dreams are just an album and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> on the album it would say like foggy dock next to certain songs what are we doing that's what it means that's what it that's what it'd be called what are we doing oh just trying yes. to look up the meaning of dreams well that was losing hair dreams <laughs> in damn psych- psychology deep. class and deep do you remember in high school like did you take psychology in high school where they one of the one of the uh did it took it in college as well yeah because i just remember one of the assignments being like doing a dream journal for a week and oh i never did that but i remember hearing about people doing it yeah because i did it but i didn't actually do it um <laughs> you know just like wrote down seven crazy just random stories and then whoa this dream was insane you wouldn't have believed it because it didn't actually happen but but yeah. I got the respect for my peers that I've always wanted. <laughs> A plus, Dylan. Good work. Your dreams are <laughs> A plus crazy. for being so outlandish. <laughs> You're crazy. Apparently, <clears throat> dreams about losing your hair, uh, fear of losing control, or feelings of helplessness. So. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I guess now that you mention it, I feel very helpless right now. <laughs> did you ever like i know with a way to supposedly lucid dream is to do a dream journal first of all explain lucid dreaming because i've i remember someone geeking out about geeking out about it one time probably my freshman year of high school and i was like what is she talking about but um, and I just never really understood the concept because I remember from, from what I, what I was hearing, it was something like when you're lucid dreaming, you're like in control of the dream. Is that you're like aware that you're dreaming? Yeah. So it's like by being aware, you can then just like do whatever the fuck you want. I've never done that. Like get laid <laughs> or fly. <laughs> Mostly flying. I remember I've I've had a few, like a handful, and I always fly, like that is the go-to. And it's really it's really interesting actually. Like looking back on it, um, I I would be like so throughout the whole dream, flying, it's fun. I'm enjoying myself, just like whatever the situation is, and then. I'm not quite aware of it in the dream, or maybe I am sometimes, but as I'm getting closer to waking up, I have a harder time flying. So like normally it's just like, oh, I can just hop up, zoom around, do whatever. But then I notice like as I'm getting closer to waking up, it's like sluggish and I can't like maneuver as well. And then I can't actually like fly at all. And then it just gets to me like pushing really hard and trying to fly. (laughs) And then I wake up. Because that, that does remind me that every dream always does, like, 
end with waking up. It's never just dream and then continue sleeping and, and then hope to dream again. But, uh, that, that just reminded me of like, th- have you ever had a time where you wake up from a dream? Well, no, this is very relatable. You wake up from a dream and it's a good dream, no, but it's, it's not. It's just like you wake up to go to the bathroom or whatever it is and you intend on going back to sleep and you want to try to like, hey, let me get back to like, I was about to make out with a Swedish model. Guys, am I right? <laughs> who's listening? You're about to make out with Swedish model guys? Who's <laughs> who's who's totally heterosexual and listens to this podcast? <laughs> am I right? Yeah, repeated dreams, just like having sex with like beautiful women, just the most beautiful. Just women that have, you know, uh, great personalities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? I did not. Uh, so like the chief is like a gay guy, but they wrote his character to just be very like serious and like meh, and like not following the, stipu- the like stereotypical Stereotype. trope of like oh I'm gay man like like the. I don't want to dig a hole for myself, um, but like, yeah, avoiding the like fairy stereotype and just mm-hmm. how it's like, well, anyone can be gay. You don't have to have a certain way of speaking or anything like that. But <laughs> whenever he would try to be heterosexual for like being undercover, he would talk about his wife and her uh, heavy breasts, <laughs> her large, heavy breasts. So that's what we're doing in our dreams. The the 40-year-old virgin. Women! Talking about... When when they ask him, uh, oh, you felt boobs. What would they feel like? Explain (laughs) those. Like a a bag of sand. A bag of sand. (laughs) A bag of sand, huh? Anyways. So, yeah. Guys. Totally. Swedish men. What were you talking about? (laughs) Just beautiful women. Like, ugh. And then you wake up, you go to the bathroom, and it's like, get me back in that dream, please. (laughs) That happened to me one time where I was able, like, I woke up, I was awake. I didn't go pee or anything like that, but I, like, I remember, like, waking up and just be like, no, no, no. (laughs) I don't remember what the dream was, but, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to leave this. And I was able to fall back asleep and go right back into the dream. You it's happened lucky. one time. I, it was amazing. You dog, you. Yeah. Damn. Speaking of, wait, did you say? Did you say deja vu? Was I don't that... know. I felt like you've said that before, though. Deja vu. I do. Those right. A friend's last name is Vu. So, shout out Tommy. Shout out Tommy. <laughs> All you listeners out there, you could be feeling the same glee and giddiness Tommy's feeling if you remember to Venmo us before these shows come out. We'll uh, slip your name in there. So that right there, 15 bucks. Easy. Done. <laughs> We're done with it. He's in here now, though. He's immortalized, and he will never be forgotten. Tommy Vu. Tommy Vu. Damn. Do you feel like I've said that before? No. I don't know. Ah. I think- I was trying to. I was trying to help tee you up nicely for a deja vu. I was. Wait, is there no? Is there no Tommy Vu? No, there is a Tommy Vu. Oh. He's a he's a good friend of mine. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, maybe you were just because we have a mutual Tommy. We have a mutual Tommy. Yes. We have multiple. Mutual we also Tommies, have but... non-mutual. We have two mutual Tommies. 
but mutual Tommy that listens. Hi, Tommy. But I have two non-mutual Tommies as well. Whoa. Okay, well. <laughs> this is almost a, a roommate Tim situation we have on our hands. Is Tommy Jake's favorite friend name? <laughs> I'm I'm doing my best right now. <clears throat> this new apartment part of the update part of the update guys in a new apartment. Uh, <laughs> um, but I'm recording from this very springy bed, and I was debating about bringing in a chair here, like that way it wasn't going to be making all this noise. So I'm just being as still as possible. But my spinal erectors right now are just like so wrecked and toasted from like trying to just maintain being upright and like not moving i haven't heard a single thing so (laughs) yeah i'm working my ass off right now and it's like it's deja (laughs) vu it's deja vu Uh, uh, yep sure so we're forcing it Mm -hmm. so i know (laughs) jake would you would you agree with this sentiment that have you noticed a lot more deja vu moments like recently given COVID or is, is it just me? Cause you can say it's just me. Me personally. No, I have not. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. So that just absolutely acts as my segment. Like yeah. you guys, if you guys wanted to hear me talk, it's not going to happen. Um, it's just, <laughs> it's over now, but this is why you don't bring up dumb shit to talk about <laughs> Dylan. All right. Well, actually, no one, no one truly understands the full meaning of deja vu, so it's really not that dumb, Jake. Shh, fucking shit. <laughs> but I, I was going to say it's a, it's a truly funny observation. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel, that we both totally share. <laughs> I feel personally, just hey, speak your truth, <laughs> preach, just safe space. <laughs> just uh, never gonna let you talk. Actually, my opinions, my opinions only. Um, I feel as if COVID-19 has just been like a, a hotbed for deja vu just because Mm -hmm. things are so strange. And so the thought like, you know, like March madness getting canceled, right? Like that seems like something you would have had a dream about being like, wow, that'll never happen. No. Why would they cancel college athletics at the grandest stage? Why would that ever happen? A pandemic? No, I had a weird dream about that, but that could never actually happen in real life. And then sure enough, deja vu, remember? Now they can't profit off college athletes anymore. (laughs) Well, they could. They actually care that much about it. They do. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, do they. Yeah, but... uh, Yeah, just weird, weird instances like that and just little things like like for myself, knowing that I intended on being here in Seattle through like May, and then it's like COVID hits, then I decide to go home, come back out to Seattle, and then like I do remember having a dream where, you know, I was in Seattle at some random Airbnb with uh, a friend of mine, like living with a friend of mine that I had trained with, but like he was never my roommate, and it was just this strange dream that I had, and then sure enough, like, COVID-19 allows that to happen. Well, shouldn't blame it on COVID, but... Um, Don't blame COVID. Be nice to it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to the disease, Dylan? 
I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Don't take it personal. <laughs> but just a little baby. <laughs> just a little baby, little boy. <laughs> so <Like> special little man. <laughs> but, this is a fun voice, isn't it? My little little baby, little boy. <laughs> Yes, I am. Little, little baby boy making a little podcast. Well. <laughs> so we can stop. <laughs> well, that actually, that does offer a really good uh, transition. So okay. baby boy, when I was a baby boy, you know what God, I did? God, we're so good at this. Almost every night as a baby boy from the ages, from when I can remember, like being five years old, probably five to like eight, especially. What did I do every night, Jake? Dylan peed the bed. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Dylan no. peed on my face. <laughs> Actually, no, we're not going to talk about this. I I don't even feel comfortable now that <laughs> my golden that... boy giving me my golden shower. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I I think I wanted to talk about this because I was thinking of here. Jake was saying, "Oh, let's talk about dreams," and I was like, "Oh, deja vu." And then whenever I think of sleep and dreams. Um, yeah, pissing the bed as a kid was just, maybe that's what a lot of my, my nightmares, oh, that is actually a recurring dream. The dream of like thinking that I was standing at the toilet, peeing over it. And instead it was a dream and I was peeing was, in the bed. Was that the, was that the root of it for you? Like, cause I know like peeing in a dream may or may not mean you're peeing in reality, but for you was, do you remember it always being like. It, I am peeing in the toilet right now. It, it wasn't always. It, it just happened a, a decent amount. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. I, and I know looking back, it's it's wild. It's wild look back that like I legit as a kid was taking medication to like prevent me from pissing the bed. But mm-hmm. to all my bedwetters out there, um, my former former <laughs> and maybe still, if you are under the influence of, uh, you know, if you're as my as my dad would say pretty inebriated <laughs> if you're inebriated from uh too many libations that's yeah too many libations um libation live is it b or v i think it's v libation there was a way to figure out <laughs> oh shit you're right libations damn right. a drink poured out as an offering to a deity oh, oh wow yeah so too many. So you can't actually call it that unless you pour one out. I... See, a lot of people think we're just trying to be funny on this podcast. We're actually trying to teach. <laughs> this week's word: libation. L i b. Get you, get you learned. But yeah, us bedwetters unite. I would say. <clears throat> Don't rope me into it. <laughs> sorry my <laughs> how about uh, me and my fellow bedwetters well i was i was coincidentally best friends at the time uh with a bedwetter his name was Ooh, do you want to you want to whip out the bleep so you yeah. can say the name freely yeah. oh, it was it was i was really close friends with <laughs> and him and i were wow bedwetting. what a not, name what a not guy only, not or only, girl or whatever they choose not only were we two of the tallest kids at the school or in our grade, right? So they called us the Twin Towers. Dylan, you can you can only give so much information. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> uh, they called sure you enough, the Twin Towers. 
Yeah, or at least no, no, no. Parents like my dad or oh, okay, his okay, parents okay. like refer. Oh, they're like the twin towers. <laughs> okay, but I was gonna say anyone our age like <laughs> <laughs> we're not old enough to know them as anything but nine eleven. Yep. <laughs> oh, don't hit me, Dylan. No. Oh, <laughs> Did anyone ever try to feed you? And then. <laughs> Here comes the plane. No. no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, if so, we don't yeah. laugh about it, the terrorists win. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies to anyone affected by it. To be serious, actually. Yeah. But... And that's... that's um, <laughs> Just something... kidding! <laughs> <laughs> that's, you and I are very insensitive coasties. West Coasters, right? Because I... Uh, Coaster? I... I do remember being out in Pennsylvania and then like going out to New York city a couple weekends. Um, my just driving, driving through like New Jersey, seeing all these American flags over, you know, just little, uh, on ramp or like little, um, bridges over the freeway would just be mm-hmm. like covered in us flags. And, uh, not that there was any problem with that, but it was just kind of caught me off guard multiple times. And I remember asking my roommate who was from, the east coast it was like oh what's what's that all about and he just kind of summed it up as like 9-11 generated a ton of pride on the east coast and yeah basically yeah that that whole um gosh what was it like pretty hard not to be hopefully patriotic well also hard hard not to have been impacted like you had a lot of people on the east coast uh you know friend of a friend their cousin someone was somehow mm-hmm. involved so yeah Fun fact. I knew I knew a kid whose dad was supposed to be supposedly. Granted, this was in elementary school when I heard it, but he was supposed to be on one of the planes, but overslept and missed his flight. My mom was on a flight out to New Jersey, I think. So she was supposed to be flying that day. My dad got a phone call from uh, my grandma, my mom's mom, basically like, like did Leslie or to leave for the airport or you know, and and my dad, the way he always tells it is that. Um, is that he's like, oh, yeah, she left this morning. Why? And my grandma then goes, turn on the TV. Some idiot flew a plane into, you know, the oh, World Trade Center. People, yeah, before people actually realized. And my dad said he turned on the TV and he's like, he, he was anticipating some like really small plane, you know, like some, you know, pilot didn't really know what he's doing. And he sees, you know, and then he said, Jim, shouldn't you be looking where you're going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and then i think he, he had said that he witnessed you know on live tv the, the second the second plane yeah um but yeah so that was our little 9-11 segment because anyways back to a lighter note pissing the bed <laughs> where are my bedwetters at <laughs> but i remember so the, so the on a happier note on a much happier note all of a sudden, like wetting the bed doesn't seem like that bad of a problem, but uh, I do, I do know. I guess it, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of nice to have my best friend at the time, like because when you're six and seven, you're like going on like sleepovers, like that's a like a pretty normal thing, and the anxiety that would traditionally arise for me, right? And probably the first time I went to sleepover with my buddy, my buddy. Um, Weird, just using these bleeps. <laughs> Dylan, First, we only paid we only paid for so many all right you gotta chill i'm hitting my quota <laughs> i'm getting my money's worth um 
<laughs> there we go. And I just, I just, I'm sure the first time we went to, to sleep over, have a sleepover, I was like really nervous and anxious, like had my little like don't piss the bed pills or whatever I, you know, took and just <laughs> thinking like, don't piss the bed note card. <laughs> you have Alzheimer's. <laughs> what, what that keeps putting about? these in my pocket. <laughs> Um, I just, I remember thinking like, how am I going to explain, you know, when I go to the bathroom or take, you know, what, what's, what's my explanation going to be? And then sure enough, him and I like synchronized. Oh, I went to bed. Oh, me too. So and then, then we locked eyes. So yeah, then we both OD kissed. <laughs> kissed and peed on each other. Beautiful yeah. moment. <laughs> no. Yeah. We just ended up ODing on our, uh, our uh, fucking bedwetting pills together though way we're doing this together <laughs> way more than the recommended amount me and you well you know big kids <laughs> yeah twin towers <laughs> you know what they say takes a lot to knock me down yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, i know i've it. done i know i've done well when i get like the look. <laughs> you just give like a oh <laughs> despicable. Someone Yeah. I just think of like the average person like because that's the thing. That's the thing with um comedy, right? If we want to say that we're funny or this is comedic, like you know, stand up comedians, those guys, anyone in general, they they take leaps and sometimes they don't land, obviously. But otherwise, you got to push the envelope, and <laughs> it'd be. I've never made a joke that hasn't landed. Well, this this wouldn't be very about white power school. Yeah, slow. Mm. But slow. Sorry. But yeah, no. I was all I was thinking was just that this wouldn't be very much fun if you and I just like had our hands tied to like not making any sort of jokes or. Going yeah, to land. hold it back. I don't know. I this used to be a good thing to talk about for a little. I like am a firm believer of like nothing should be off limits and um that has not always worked out. <laughs> um which ooh, actually that's a good story that I'll loop back to so I can finish this thought first. But yeah, I don't I don't think anything shouldn't be joked about as long as it's funny. Like making jokes about 9-11, which is one of the worst things that's ever happened to our country. If it's at least humorous, it's passable. Hard for me to say, you know, wasn't really around for it. It wasn't affected by it. So neither here nor there. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like you should be able to laugh at anything. And as long as it's in good taste and there's actually something funny about it, I say go nuts. Here's, I'm, I'm actually, I'm having a deja vu moment right right now. Like, I really wish I wasn't. Um, <laughs> Let it happen. Don't fight it. You and I FaceTiming, talking about 9-11, and then me saying I'm going to have a deja vu moment. That's, that was my, I, I definitely had some sort of dream or reoccurrence. But anyway. Jesus. But. <laughs> since, what do you dream about? I, I guess, 
I guess I'm just a bit, I don't know, different. <laughs> I'm not like one thing I've always thought about boys. you, Dylan. You're just, you're just a little, I don't know, quirky. I'm not quite like the the other guys. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm to the beat of my own drum. Well, anyway, it doesn't since, even have to be a drum. Maybe it's bongos. <laughs> since since we're on, since we've already gotten this deep into 9/11, um, I will. Sh- I'm I'm going to share. So the other day, uh, like a month ago, okay. um, my one of my roommates is 19 years old, so he like really has no recollection recollection of 9/11, and somehow he was what one. Yeah, um, if that and not and not that you and I have way too much recollection. Either, I don't remember it at all. But it's one of those. I have things, friends our age that do because they yeah. have memories from when they were like four. But no, none for me. I just, but anyways, somehow it got brought up in conversation. I asked him, I said, well, do you remember anything? Cause I, I really don't. But, uh, he's like, awesome. no, I, I, I haven't even seen like, he, he said he hadn't seen any of the footage and I was like, all right, well, we're going on oh, YouTube. Really? Yeah. So I had to pull it up right then and there. <laughs> well, let's go to my bookmarks really quick. <laughs> but we ended up watching some video and <laughs> yeah, we were watching a video uh, you know, it showed some of the footage, but then also it had live like audio from all the phone calls that were being made from the yeah. passengers on the plane. And that's, that shit's heartbreaking. But you know, hold on. You know, <laughs> no, it's funny. <laughs> you know, it was the craziest thing that every single one of them said. Every single phone call. <laughs> this isn't real. We're on a soundstage. <laughs> Bush did this. Every single, every single one. Honey, our, our plane has been hijacked. Something, something, something hijacked. It's being hijacked. And I was just thinking if I was on the plane at that given point in time and I were to make a phone call, my immediate, like, I would just be frantically like, you, you wouldn't believe all this stuff is going on and, and da, da, da. And so my mind at that point in Are time. Are you just saying was, like how, like they were all very calm about it? No, no, no. The fact that every single person used the word hijacked, which I cannot remember the last time I said hijacked or thought that person is a hijacker or, but I'm just a met. So hijacker. So this is where my mind went was there had to have been someone on the plane that said, Oh my God, they're hijacking the plane. And Mm. I would be sitting in that seat going, that's how I would describe this hijacker. Yes. They hijacked us. Cause, just cause everyone just on the phone like ah what's up mm, fuck what what is the word what is the word hijacked. we're being hijacked yes, thank, thank you, you. <laughs> oh fuck there it is ah, I was on the tip of my tongue <laughs> nah. that's 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 what I was thinking Jake you summed it up perfectly um, just knowing that I'd be at a loss for words not knowing how to explain what's going on they've got um, what, I do and <laughs> box cutters. Did, um, you know that that's that's what they, they did use. it with box cutters. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Well, easy to sneak on. Very sharp. Um, what I did want to come back to, um, a pretty good story and very good uh, example of um, a, a very dark joke I made that um, wasn't appreciated. I think is the best way to put it. Um, <laughs> So, I was at um, the uh, sorority uh, at Cal Poly. 
uh, Kayo every year would do this volleyball like event and all of the like fraternity sorority events, you know, they do, they're, uh, they're called philanthropy events to raise money for whatever their charity is. And their charity is the make a wish foundation. Um, as we all know, <laughs> for terminally ill kids and <laughs> you can see, you can kind of see where this is going. And so, I've I've heard some of your Make a Wish jokes before. <laughs> I feel like somehow oh, known for it. <laughs> um, like I said, you can't not Sam, or else they win. No, no, no. <laughs> Why do they get a free pass? You know, um, <laughs> they get to meet superheroes. Anyways, this this is this is going to be such a fun episode to edit where you and I are just going through like thumbs up, thumbs down. Or where, <laughs> where do we stand? No, this all has to stay in. I know. Um, so um, we're playing another team. Um, it's us. I was in Teak. We were playing against Theta Chi, and we were down. So it's volleyball, so you play in sets, best of three wins. So we were down one set. Um, and where, where in the notes do I have? Describe how the game of volleyball works. <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay. <laughs> Not everyone plays. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so the way it works, there's a person who is going to serve the ball. You can either do that overhand or underhand. Um, so we're doing, we're doing a team huddle and I'm trying to hype us all up or we're trying to hype ourselves up. And at some point, um, we're all talking and I don't remember who said it, but they were like, come on, like, let's win this. Let's do it for the kids. And I just go loudly, nah, fuck the kids. I want the goddamn trophy. And another kid on the other team heard it. And he just like stops dead in his tracks. Like, what the fuck did you just say? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I'm fucking sick of people making jokes like that. And like, you're a piece of shit. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm sorry. It was a joke. You know, <laughs> like I immediately owned up to it. I was like, I get it. Bad taste. Poor taste should not be making that joke. I'm very sorry, sir. And he just would not lay off of it. And just, like, getting up in my face about it. And, I mean, nothing happened out of it. They even ended up beating us. And he very clearly did not shake my hand afterwards. And I was like, all right, buddy. Poetic justice. So yeah. so the kids did win. I guess. But, you know, they don't, you know, they don't need any more things. Theta Kai was playing for us. <laughs> I wish they lost. <laughs> mm. Damn. Can't believe you you rub someone the wrong way. I normally rub dudes the right way. <laughs> they call me soft hands Jake. Baby hands Jake. Uh. <laughs> See that kid over there? That's baby hands. I hope, I hope everyone listening is really enjoying Jake. That is not just like chained down by Amazon. You are free now. You can say whatever it is that you want. No, they chained me down. <laughs> Un uncensored. <laughs> yeah, I can say whatever I want now. Free at last. <laughs> now that I'm happier. <laughs>
<laughs> Damn. Well, that was a that was an enjoyable memory of you getting your fucking ass kicked, deservedly so. Yeah. But <clears throat> shall yeah. we get into music? That's fine. Yes, let us do it because I'm really I'm very excited actually for the little segment we have planned out. Yeah. So I think today what we wanted to talk about was. Uh, music and memories or their association with memories in terms of like how I can think of a certain album uh, and it takes me back. I see an album and it takes me back to a specific point in time or an exact moment, a memory associated with it. So Jake, is there anything else you want to preface this with? No, I think you summed up pretty well. Just like when you play a song and it just takes you back to like, holy fuck. Yeah. I, I know for me, it's either like, an emotional state of being that is related to like what I was going through at the time or just my overall like self at the time. Like I know I can't, I, there's songs that I will play that take me back to sophomore, junior year of high school when I was like super insecure about myself, pretty anxious a lot of the times and just like, not that it was all bad, but they remind me of times when like, Oh God, <laughs> that gets me sad immediately. Damn. So uh, I they, became... they, they don't all make me sad. I have very happy memories associated with different ones too. But let's get fucking sad. <laughs> um. Well, Do you have any off the bat? Because I can. Yeah, yeah. Because well, and the other thing I was gonna say too, real quick, was that um, I just remember when I like kind of tossed this idea out. Like I was like, oh, hopefully I'm not crazy here, but music and memories like <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> in terms of, you're in not terms, crazy. Just make sure I'm not alone. And I know actually uh, talking to my sister, my sister did end up listening to the last episode in case you guys were wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, oh, Dylan, I don't remember putting in the notes about you talking about your sister <laughs> listening to the episode. Real funny, Jake. It doesn't feel good, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go get him, champ. But, uh, <laughs> recall. But, um, no, my sister, what did she, oh, oh, she's like, <laughs> my sister Morgan, this is what Morgan said. She said, it's like actually pretty enjoyable when you guys like talk about things that are relatable. <laughs> it's like, wow, isn't that how life works? But we're relatable. No, exactly. But here, here, hopefully, this is something that people can relate to in terms of not that you're going to relate to. What was something um, relate? What was something relatable? What was she talking about? I think I think she was saying like, like the Christmas story of like me being a fat kid and like <laughs> not, not not that everyone can relate to being a fat kid, but just like little stupid things you do, like throwing out salad or like getting Anecdotes. yourself in trouble. Yeah. Yes, making jokes about dying children. we've all been there we've almost been in a fight because of it one less handshake huh (laughs) but hey that that would be covid safe thinking ahead Mm -hmm. trendsetter anyways back to the thing yeah so i'll i'll go um right away like the first thing that comes to mind when i think music and memories and i think i shared this with you once before jake was tyler the creator that's his name. Um, when he released Igor, and I, it's funny because I wasn't really, no, 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 wait, no, 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 not Flower Igor. Boy. Flower Boy, yes. So when he released Flower Boy, um, at that point in time, it wasn't like I was super into Tyler, and I can't remember, like, I, I don't know. I liked him at first, and then kind of hadn't been listening a whole lot, but 
anyway, somehow I had started to get in or uh, I'm trying to think, what was it? Maybe just one of the, yeah, one of the singles that he released from Flower Boy kind of like piqued my interest. And I was like, oh, Tyler's about to release a new album and I'm going to Boredom, listen. maybe. Boredom's got a new... Yeah. So it Boredom probably... Got a new and at that very point in time, I was... That's such a good album. Yes, it is. Sorry, right, continue. Right. <laughs> yeah, we get it. It's a good album. <laughs> Shut up, Jake. Stupid. But... Stupid. <clears throat> Can I talk? <laughs> I was just about to make a joke about it. Yes, no, you can. Uh, but at that point in time, I was just about to head off to Penn State. I was packing up my car and everything, like packing up my life, about to drive across country. And I remember, yeah, the first time I listened to that album, start to finish, was as I'm sitting there with my mom, like packing everything I can into all these different boxes and then, you know, get my car ready to go. And then meanwhile, flash forward. Two years later, because I transferred to Penn State as wow. a junior. Yeah, a junior in college. And then Igor just so happened to be released like right after I had graduated. And because our baseball season ran past graduation, I was still out at school. And then here I was, Igor gets released. And the first time I listened to that album, I was packing all of my shit up to move back to San Diego and I'll like anytime I hear those songs any like a song from either one of those albums that's like immediately where my mind goes is to like sitting there with my mom packing up my shit to leave to Penn State and then packing up my shit with my mom once again uh to head back oh, home boy. yeah yeah say. I speaking of like road trips and I guess like stuff like that um when you brought this up to me, one of the things that immediately jumped out was on a drive up to Mammoth, freshman year of high school. It was me, my dad, and my sister. And so that's like that's like a seven or eight hour drive from San Diego. So like lots of time in the car. And I was like kind of trying to sleep, kind of just like, I guess, having alone time in the car as much as you can have. Just like put my headphones in and I was listening to... Bon Iver, um, the second album he put out, and the first one too, because um, those are only ones that had come out at the time, but listening to that album, listening to that, it was so cool, because it fits so well, it's a very, like, grand, kind of, like, expansive album, and feels very big, um, and it just pairs so well with being in, like, beautiful scenery, Every time I hear that, I immediately just get super nostalgic for, like, that drive, you know, being out there with my dad and my sister, um, and it was super nice. Like, I, I have, like, specific memories of, like, coming up to different areas, and, like, oh, we just finally got to the part where we're, like, seeing snow now, and, yeah, very cool stuff. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I didn't make too much noise there as I readjusted and gave my spinal erectors a break. <laughs> And I, I heard nothing. Okay. <laughs> Here I am laying down on my side now. Hopefully there's not a noticeable change in my audio quality. Like my, suddenly my voice is just like very terrible. <clears throat> yeah, terrible. Because that's what it would be. But right around that same time uh, when I first got out to Penn State, I remember Cozy Tapes Volume 2, ASAP Rocky, or ASAP, ASAP, ASAP Mob. Mob. 
that had just been released like literally my first week at Penn State just moved in new roommates everything and I remember I remember we had a nice like someone had just brought their you know big speaker because we were gonna throw a ton of parties in our new apartment this is gonna be so that sick. is fucking sick oh my god and I just remember we like all kind of sat there listened to you know different songs from the album and then um i remember the song that like really you know we were always listening to is either walk on water or frat rules from that album and so and i just i just vividly remember that first week of classes like walking on campus as i had my little earbuds in and listening to that album and primarily those two songs and walking through campus thinking like like oh i fucking made it like here i had been at a junior college and now i'm back at a huge school and you know you've got you've got the trees and the grass and the nice buildings and the architecture that's like visually pleasing and all of a sudden it's like fuck yeah like i'm spending 20 fucking thousand dollars a semester (laughs) to be at this school this is tight (laughs) yeah but it's good baby it feels so good for me like music wise i listen to a pretty diverse amount um and the peak though for me and my like listening to like electronic music and i feel like kind of like the peak of that like era for me was end of senior year of high school through like sophomore year of college and recently because on soundcloud um you have like all of your liked songs yeah and it literally you just you scroll back far enough and it's like the first song you've ever liked and so like i was recently um doing like the drive up back from san diego to up here um i was going through all those old like soundcloud songs and that especially oh my god did that just like transport me right back to like freshman year like hard freshman year and of college freshman year of college yeah yeah, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, how you feel with like, for me, when I get nostalgic, it's also met with like this like deep sadness Yeah, yeah. of just like <laughs> missing it, you know, and just like whatever it is. Not that regardless. Like, yeah. Regardless if it was like good or bad, it's just exactly because like, for me, I very much, like I said before, like it takes me back to that mindset that I had. Um, and for me, freshman and sophomore year were pretty difficult. I was going through a lot of shit. I was like, oh, I knew I was in the wrong major. I was psychology. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. But And look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> look at us now. Evaluating each other. Critiquing everything. <laughs> being therapists. But yeah, it would just like some of those songs take me back to just like, those nights of like confusion where it just all was hitting me super hard and just like oh fuck what am i gonna do what's going on because especially during that time was when i was so just enveloped with like that whole genre of music i would spend like sometimes hours combing like going through the like feed that they give you because it's just a continuous feed of songs essentially yeah um and yeah, I would spend so much time just like going through that and like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. I'm going to put this in this playlist and all that stuff. And so <laughs> the, you, you mentioning like the thought of going all the way back to my first like song mm-hmm. on SoundCloud, 
encouraged me to go to my like tracks list and scroll to the very bottom. I'm going to do the same. It's, all right, I'll take a guess at what mine is. Did you mostly use SoundCloud for rap or for electronic music? Because I feel like that's really the only main two uh, genres, at least for me, that I really did. I I knew it. I'm going to say your first one, is it, can you give me clues? Is it like a well-known song? Is yeah, it it's Love well. Sosa? No, is mine. It, uh, <laughs> no, no. Have, is it the Childish Gambino Adele Do You Like song in the crossover? No, it's um. There's really no reason you should, you should know this. I want to say this has this has to be sophomore year of high school um, that I probably first started using SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. But it's Schoolboy Q, Man of the Year, which <laughs> just makes me laugh for whatever reason. Fuck, it's good that, like, song, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just being like a sophomore in high school, loving that music video, like, damn, hot chicks. Yeah, my first liked song was a remix of, do you remember the song Holding On for Life by the Broken Bells? No. You would maybe recognize it. Um Zed's Dead remix. Next one was. This one was actually I remember it being like somewhat of like a phenomenon. Like um, the song "Tennis Court" by Lord, but Flume did a remix to it. <laughs> you remember that shit when that came out? Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" And he like debuted it at Coachella. It was like, "Holy shit!" I was there for it. It was so cool. My, <laughs> it's first like song, Schoolboy Q, Man of the Year. Second like song, Schoolboy Q, Blessed, featuring Kendrick Lamar. Third like song. That's another good song. Neil Young, Old Man. (laughs) 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 Actually, I don't think we can even sing songs like that. Not that we're making money off of this, but if we sing it, like then it's in the same tune and everything, you can get copyright infringement. Old Man. I was, I was, Old man, take a look at my life. I'm not anything like you. There you go. Yeah. Good song. Congrats. <laughs> Which is such a hard. <laughs> Just, I, was, I must have felt blessed after being the man of the year and then was like, mm-hmm. you know what? <laughs> and then you got introspective. I, yeah. <laughs> I was nostalgic <laughs> for a split second. And then I was spending time with my dad. Probably. I it is that like cliche. I listen to that song and I do always think like, man, I'm really <laughs> way too much like my dad, or I'm starting to become him. But <sighs> alone, <laughs> alone, alone. If I uh, I want, we can try out um, 2015. Can you think of? I cheated a bit because I came up with it, but I have a distinct song in my head that just brings me back super hard. 2015. So that is senior year, year high we graduated high school and then went to freshman college. year. Um, well, we we had already talked about Fetty Wap last episode <laughs> and then also mentioned White Iverson because that's when I think of those two songs, sure. I think of like going off to college. Um, so good. And then, but you're saying just one song to. Yeah, I mean, not like the whole year, just like, I guess, like, kind of over the course of the year, like, something that 
brings you back. For me, it is uh, Roses by the Chainsmokers because that that song like peaked in popularity like moving into college and fucking oh my god. I mean, it's a great song. I love it. Um, but holy shit, you could not hear that song <laughs> everywhere you went. The because a year later, a year later, 2016, that fall, our sophomore year, I went out to visit at Penn State before I ever, you know, went there. Mm-hmm. And at the football game that I was at, Penn State versus Ohio State, Penn State ends up winning. Awesome moment. Oh, that must have been fun. Ton of fun. Um, especially for someone who was at a, like a junior college, kind of like deprived loads of, of fun. Loads Out- of fun. Outrageous fun. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But I just remember whoever was the uh, in in control of the audio in Beaver Stadium that night just the mix knew, like, master the mix master the DJ <laughs> DJ um, you could just tell that whenever there was a lull he just knew the go to was baby pull me closer <laughs> just that song <laughs> that I yeah. <laughs> we ain't well yeah so that that song came on at least 15 20 times during a you know three hour football game as it should but <laughs> i and i and i didn't even realize how popular that song was at the time huge until yeah because like i said i was just doing my own thing when you're, like when you're me. i don't know like that's a big difference between being at a junior college, you're just kind of like going to school versus mm-hmm. when you're just engulfed by your school and like twenty four seven going to parties yeah. or being with living with roommates and like <clears throat> a lot of group think. Just all these simpletons, all these simple minds. Like, God, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to discuss in regards to music? Anything that you music heard recently? Memories. Yeah. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Because I, boy, do I have a recommendation for you, too. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to Reason? You ever heard of him before? Yeah, he's he's on uh, Top Dog. Oh, wait. We, we talked. We texted about this a little bit. Yeah. Um, his new album. You listened to it, right? I have not listened to it in its entirety. I just heard a few of the songs. Okay. Um, definitely go check it out. But this, I I feel like I can, without a doubt, say for me that it is, I think, the best rap album that's come out this year. Whoa. I think by far, too. I know. What? Do you listen to Freddie Gibbs? I haven't listened to Alfredo yet, which uh, I feel like is a crime because I've heard so much good about it. So, yeah, it's funny because you, you talking such a big game about Reason's album reminded me, because I really had no idea where I was going to go with the suggestion, but um, this gives me a chance to talk a little Freddie Gibbs um, and The Alchemist, Alan. He, oh boy, can he make beats. Yep, good for <laughs> but oh wow you're uh you're really making those beats there yeah <laughs> really uh chefing it up there yeah but uh they did just get nominated for a grammy so congrats to them 
And from what I've heard, well deserved. But yeah, from I what think, I have heard, I haven't heard the album. I think I think they will end up winning rap album of the year if I had to guess. Um, granted, I I can't really say I had listened to way too many of the other nominees. Do but, you remember what the other ones were? Uh, actually, I'll look it up right now. Is it just rap album of the year? Yeah, look up Grammy rap album of the year. All I know is the other the other big headline was that the weekend didn't get like any nomination. Oh yeah, that's, was, that was complete bullshit. Yeah. Not that I, lights deserves fucking so much. Uh, I don't. I'm not a huge weekend guy. Like I haven't listened to a whole lot of his stuff, aside from obviously the mainstream things that have popped out there. Here we go. Best rap album nominees, 2020 Grammy Awards. I don't know. I mean, not breaking any new ground by saying this, but like, I don't like how the Grammys does their like nominations. I feel like it's not enough. Like, if you genuinely care about like the music industry i know i mean they would be looking a lot more at maybe the not quite as well known well who who are the nominees because i thought that the rap album nominees were a little bit smaller dreamville meek mill 21 savage Tyler the creator ybn corday is it only them no 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 that was that had to have been last year that would make sense oh <laughs> it is last year whoops oh do i have to put 2021 <laughs> I was like when I heard Tyler. Okay, I was like, it's, Wait. it's 2021. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. I swear I can do this. There we go. <laughs> uh, D Smoke, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, J Electronica, Nas, Royce Five Nine. Fuck, King's Disease was so damn good, actually. By Nas. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge Nas guy. Like I've. I mean, I've really only, I've listened to Illmatic by yeah. him, which, I mean, I feel like you need to listen to it if you like rap, but. that Yeah, that was, that was the one thing um, that I listened to while I, I told myself, like, while I was home, actually, my buddy, Nick, Nick, if you're listening, hey, man. Um, that up. <laughs> no, Nick, Nick is my friend that reminds me a ton of you, um, and. Uh, from Penn State, and Nick had texted me like, "Oh yeah, I was saying how, how, like with COVID, he was you know using all this downtime to just listen to albums that he never had a chance to listen to before, like all the Fuck yeah. like critically acclaimed." Um, so he's like, "I had never listened to Illmatic," and I'm like, "Damn, I've never listened to that either." Really? So, yeah. And Have you certainly. still not? No, no, I. It was the first thing I listened to that, and then, okay. uh, then getting into uh, Wu Tang. 36 chambers i do never listen to that either i had never listened to it like front to back oh, oh, yeah okay yeah so yeah both very good but yeah pretty gives the alchemist the alchemist put out um an album with um we can just cut this um fuck it's on the tip of my tongue Ooh, i'm close to remembering well, we've also been recording for quite some time, and it's eleven thirty, yeah. so hour twenty. Look at us go! Yeah, I think we're at a good stopping point. Plus, Boldy James, we can end it on that. <laughs> uh, Boldy James put out an album, and the Alchemist produced it. Hell yeah, good for me! It's called "The Price of Tea in China." Something else you should check out. <laughs> go listen to it. Uh, I just I love the visual, just of you with the 
sitting back in your chair, throwing the arm up. Okay, well, I think. Or what? What? What were you trying not to do? No, no snorts today. <laughs> oh, daily well, dose. I think. I think we can. We've covered enough music. We've we've covered a lot. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, our recommendation is I'm going to listen to Alfredo, and Dylan is going to listen, listen to, to Reason. Reasons album. What's What's it called? Like, I don't want to say new beginnings. new beginnings. Yeah. Okay. How did I? Know Holy that? shit! The features on here though are so damn good. I saw Isaiah Rashad, JID. Listen to that song. Boy Q, Absol. I hate I hate that I'm this way because um, I've made fun of people for this or I've joked that like you just don't want to be this guy but do you follow Anthony Fantano or like watch any oh, of his yeah. YouTube videos yeah so the, the joke busiest music nerd <laughs> yeah um, it's the the joke I've always had is um, whether or not you like an album you, you'll listen to it right when it comes out and I've had this happen to myself where I thought it was pretty good and then I listened to his review and then he makes some points that I agree with. And suddenly my my thoughts align exactly with Fantano. And so I just, I know I had actually, I'd listened to a song or two from Reason's album. And then, yeah. but never actually listened to the full album because I saw Fantano gave it like a six or seven out of 10. I was like, eh, maybe I don't need to, which which a six or seven really isn't that bad. A, six or, their... a six or seven from him is not indicative of a bad album. Especially considering there are plenty albums that I thoroughly enjoy that he gave a six or a seven, and yet, mm-hmm. so obviously not the end all be all. Yeah, I mean, like what you like, but if he doesn't like it, I won't like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's plenty of music, huh? I think that's good. That was a solid musical chat. Got through what we wanted to get through. I'm going to leave this happy, unless I listen to some of those songs that make me sad. Has life gotten you a bit bummed out? Do you have trouble getting through your mundane day-to-day at work? Does nobody want to spend time with you because you're constantly a dark storm cloud in their day, requiring more energy to speak to than they would ever get in return from the metaphorical piss storm that is a normal interaction with you? And you just never seem to find much meaning in what you do, so you mindlessly drone on day after day, shuffling along in the circular, endless, repeating track that your life has become, so numb to the boredom and pointlessness that you have ceased to feel, ceased to have that spark of joy in your life, a twinkle in your eye? Do you find it a challenge to simply get out of bed in the morning, not due to the lack of having anything to accomplish, but solely because you're such a worthless piece of shit, you fucking good-for-nothing waste of space and sad excuse for a human being? Does a crushing sense of dread fill your every waking moment, a crippling feeling of anxiety and fear of never amounting to anything that has such a grip on your life that it ironically prevents you from putting enough effort into something that would allow you to break through the barriers that you and you alone have erected in your life? Well then, do we have a product that will revolutionize your life, changing it for the better and opening new doors that you never even knew existed? And what is it called, you might ask? Introducing the all-new Just Be Happy! 
from the creative minds that brought you fantastic products such as Just Get Over It Already, Cheer Up, Other People Have It Worse, and the smash hit Holy Shit Just Calm Down. Just Be Happy will change the way you live your life. By realizing that all you need to do is simply be happy, all of your worries, anxiety, depression, and existential dread will melt away into thin air. So get out there and grab life by the horns. Turn the page to a new chapter, one full of joy and fulfillment. No longer will you be bogged down by your dumb feelings and thoughts that aren't helping anyone in the first place. So remember, your life is in your hands, and the best thing to do with it is something you've probably never thought of before, which is to just try being happy for once. And if that doesn't work, well, fuck, I don't know, just get a dog or something. Today's episode is brought to you by Airplane Bathrooms, the official bathroom of the Back Pocket Podcast. So you thought Panda Express sounded good during your layover in Phoenix, didn't you? Well, look at you now. Just straight elbows to knees hunkered down on the world's most shallow toilet bowl. Not to mention you had to spend two minutes wiping down that seat in order to work up the courage to let your bare ass come in contact with it. And based on the lighting in here, you'd think you're in a strip club. But no, even more shameful. You're 30,000 feet in the sky and you've successfully created an unescapable stench that has made this flight unbearable for the family seated in the last row. But hey, what better way to wash yourself from this whole mess than by applying soap to your hands and then rinsing them off in three-second increments? Nevertheless, you slide open the lock, flip the door open, and waltz back to your seat while fighting turbulence, as each passenger that you pass thinks to themselves, Didn't he or she go back there like ten minutes ago? Why, yes. Yes, you did. Airplane bathrooms. A bathroom that you can fit in your back pocket. Boy, oh boy, those were some good ads, huh? Yeah, I liked mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I liked mine. Ugh, this competition will be the death of us. (laughs) I don't want to see you ever again. (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoyed those ads. And please uh, text us, let us know what you thought. Maybe vote for one. Mm. Maybe make make this a little competitive, right? A little cutthroat. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, also hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Maybe it was a nice way to send off 2020 listening to us talking a little dark humor, dreams, 9-11, bedwetting, lots of good stuff in there. So, Jake... Do you want to end things with uh, our New Year's resolutions? Do you have anything in mind? Um, I just want to be open to new experiences, you know? <laughs> I want to get, branch out, think outside the box, and discover the new me. Same. My, my New Year's resolution is to, to travel more. I want to, I want to leave the country and at least experience three new, three new countries, three new experiences, and really immerse myself in the culture. Fantastic. Cool. Well, with that, happy new year, and I love you. Safe travels. Bye. (laughs) Bye.